hey, hey, welcome to the fifth episode of Prove Your Worth podcast. I am Kelsey Stewart, the Marketing Director of Social Proof Success, and today I am joined, of course, by my co-host, Ms. Tahira Stovall. Hey, girl. And we also have a special guest, somebody that works alongside us and uh, with the OMG as a PR uh, coordinator, but she also has her own PR company. Um, So, Sarah, go ahead and give us a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, I'm super excited to be here. I feel like so honored. <laughs> but um, I, um, I'm Sarah Busby. Um, I do have my own firm named Be the, Be the Buzz PR. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I, I live in Atlanta. I'm from Alabama. Um, love all things PR, communications, and connecting the dots. So glad to be here. Love it. We are happy to have you here. So today we are actually going to be talking about PR, not ER. Uh, And that was actually a great phrase that my lovely co-host came up with (laughs) that I was like, okay, I love that phrase, actually. Um, And really, we're just going to dive into the importance of having PR um, and a publicist, not just whenever your company's in crisis. Um, but how if your company ends up in crisis, having one ahead of time can actually help your brand out. So um, I kind of want to get a little personal at first. So both of you are in the PR industry. I mean, I work in PR, but I am not a publicist at all. Um, But I want to know what drew you guys to PR and what do you love about the industry um, so you guys can fight over who goes first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I tell my story a lot, <laughs> but I love it. Um, I got into PR in 11th grade. Well, going into 12th grade year, I had a internship at with uh, Greater Philadelphia Tourism Marketing Corporation, which is now Visit Philly. Um, and it was kind of to what Sarah said was connecting dots. Um, in unconventional ways that I didn't think that we could connect dots, utilizing social media, utilizing just connecting with journalists and utilizing our words, word of mouth and ways of just connecting people who are passionate and what they're passionate about to the people who they want to know about who they are and be involved in what they're doing. I get so excited about that. And I get excited about like all of our clients and like their story and what they're doing just because I feel like that's what publicists do. I feel like we get so excited about our clients and what they're doing. And we want to be like, I know when I got into PR and a more entrepreneur sense, my slogan was your, your business best friend. And that's still how I like to operate and how, why I got into PR is because I am my clients, my um, people's, my, their business best friend, you know, I'm helping them get the word out. I'm going to run my mouth and tell Joe, Bob and Susan who you are and what you're doing. And I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but while we get onto this topic, you know, a part of us being the ones to like tell Joe, Susan and Sam about who our clients are is a great deal about them standing on firmly of who they are and what they do. So 
that's all and that's it we'll get to that but that's my introduction to PR I started at a very young age I was 17 didn't know what PR was and once I figured out what it is I fell in love with it and ran with it so I think you called it rambling I wouldn't call it rambling I would call it passion when yeah. you are passionate about something yeah. you totally go geeky over it yeah um, <laughs> Sarah, how about you? Ooh, so um, hmm. I actually started not in PR. I actually started in broadcast journalism. So um, my original passion came from acting. Okay, so I was like, I'm going to be this big actress and superstar, and yeah, I'm going to be on Disney Channel and all of that. Um, and then as we as life <laughs> life went on, I did it in school, and I went to um, University of Alabama, and they they said, hey, you know, you're not going to get a good job, and you're going to be kind of just bumming it around for a little while. So my mom whispered to me, she said, hey, you need to find another career. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, but I always love to see the journalists um, or the anchors on the newscast. I said, well, I'm going to go to school for journalism. So honestly, I started to notice that I was doing different things, like connecting the dots. Like, okay, I was, I was a journalist out of college. And then I started being a part of other community programs. And I said, okay, this is definitely like a form of PR. <laughs> and so when you, you will find a lot of journalists kind of, they'll leave, you know, the journalist world. And because they've built so many connections, maybe they want to just change a different career and they'll go into, you know, PR because they know um, what journalists are looking for. It's a very fast paced industry, media period. And a publicist, is that connector for those journalists and that media. So it kind of just happened very unconventional, like started in the news. And then I said, okay, I'm going to be the one to help you look good <laughs> for um, in front of your audience and in your community, whether that's social media. I think we forget that we do little small areas of PR, but you know, people just don't realize that they're actually doing little things in PR. But anyway, um, I think that, you know what I'm saying? I just think that's just, I don't know, but I actually, I really love what I do. I, I love to see, I love to see the final product. Um, PR is literally not only a process for the client, but it's a process for us. <laughs> um, we take, it takes time to really build the reputation and the story and saying, hey, our client is awesome. Take some time. And it's so good to see the process of it all really just play out. And I think that's the blessing for me, even though it is so much work. Like when you finally see them on the stage or the platforms or in the publications, you're like, yeah, I did, I did that. You know, I, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was me. Okay, man, let me yeah. remind you. I think for me, I'm sorry to cut you off, but to piggyback off that, it's, it's finally seeing these publications believe in who I believe in. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, I know our clients are phenomenal, you know, and like, I feel like everybody needs to know, like you're, you're familiar with the clients, you know, that we have or the people that we meet with, you know, on, on the day-to-day -day basis, um, even for small projects and like to listen to what they're passionate about, just to like, first off, understanding that like to be an entrepreneur, the work, the headache, the, sleepless nights, the tears, the, the stress, everything that goes into just creating an idea and then 
hearing about our clients build up this passion project to the points of like, yo, it's phenomenal. It's like, yo, I want to talk about you, (laughs) but to the point of the PR, not ER, it's companies understanding that when I build my business, I'm building it on my ethics. I'm building it on my, um, kind of what I want people to know me as. Cause then that's when me as your best friend, your publicist, I'm then communicating what you want people to know you as. I'm not pulling it out of thin air. I'm just basically looking at you, letting you live out how you're supposed to. Like my company is rock solid, whatever, rock solid movers, right? Rock solid movers move their company on time. They're, you know, they have good customer service. They are building on these ethics. And me as your publicist, I'm coming in just to talk about that to other companies. Look, they built this company in five, five, six years, a million dollar company, you know, on these ethics, on just the word of mouth. On the fact that, you know, Susie and Sam just told grandmom and now grandmom told Aunt Carolyn and they got this big moving company. And now I can talk about that, you know, and now people are more interested in that, you know, not this company that's like, look, listen, I got this company idea and no offense to new brand new companies that look for PR, but it's understanding when you're looking for PR and you don't have that clear model that those ethics in place you don't have that reputation in place it's a harder process as your publicist to establish your reputation um, when you have none and you're not doing your part in our partnership to build that solid reputation for us to get that kind of pr that you deserve and i know that's a harsh statement but that is truth, you know, that is, is honest. And that is all I'm going to say for right now. Honesty is the best policy. So thank you for, uh, for bringing the truth, truth bombs to to our podcast. Well, um, I know I didn't send you guys questions before we hopped on, but I hear you kind of just blew all my questions out of the water. So, uh, sorry. I told you, I've been like passionate. I've been thinking about this topic for a while now. Like, you know, just because I'm sorry, Sarah, I'm going to give you the floor. But when, like, when I got into PR, I just assumed that everybody needed it. Not even that I assume, I still believe that. I feel like every business couldn't use PR if utilized properly but i also think that businesses understanding of pr and kelsey to your i guess what your position is is people probably hire you thinking that you do pr because people hire pr people thinking that we do marketing (laughs) so it might just be that blurred misconception that we just be like, I feel like some people hire PR um, or publicists and expect for an ER job. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. 
So, um, but you're right. A lot of people, they hear PR, they hear marketing, and they automatically think they're the same thing. Same thing with sales and marketing. They think they are the exact same thing. And so that is something that um, we as publicists or marketers have to show them. We are, they are completely different things. Um, and this is why. Yes, all of them support each other, um, but they are completely different. And so I want to start at the top. So say a brand is interested in PR or, you know, a friend of theirs owns a business and they're like, hey, we just hired this publicist. They're doing great things. What um, what can a business kind of expect to gain by hiring a publicist or a PR agency in the beginning? Sarah, I'll pass it to you. Yeah, I was to say she has a good method. So, <laughs> oh, I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what can they expect in the beginning? Yeah. So, I think for me, just kind of noticing what I see with brands is. Sometimes they get in the very beginning that aha moment, you know, like when you're talking to them and you're kind of, you know, letting them, you know, really just pull out, you know, hey, we've done this, we're doing this. And then you like you're sitting there, you're telling them like, okay, look, now I love what you're doing. This is all great. I think this is, you know, definitely going to be amazing for your business. But okay, let's kind of just pipe it down a little bit and let's fix it to where it all makes sense. And so they start to see like, you know what? Okay, I think businesses look for like they want organization they want structure um they want to be seen but also they need help and the guidance to really just all make it all make sense and i think we as publicists we really just provide a really great opportunity for structure we give them just basically like that guideline like okay this is what makes sense this is what people are wanting to see right now what can we do to give people more um we identify all different factors we identify like Tahir was saying about you know making sure that your ethics and your models you know support what we're saying about you so okay are we really you know pushing this out on your social media what does your website say we really want them to really be the best at all different areas and aspects of their business not just you know me pitching you right because what what do journalists and media do they do their due diligence and they go on your social media page they go check out your website they really want to see what your customers are saying right because they're going to tell the story how they tell the story and so i think at the beginning it's really just getting that clarity getting that trying to figure out what that balance is what really makes sense for their company um really my goal is always to try to see like okay so you know, what do you need help with? What, what is your support? Who is your team? Like, what are you guys working on right now? And let's try to see if it makes sense. Hopefully I'm answering it the way you, you want it. <laughs> no, I that's exactly like what I expected you to say, because like, I like your method of how you operate with your clients. Um, and I know we've had conversations where you're like, oh, I'm just might be going slow, but no, it's, I'm learning so much from you as a publicist, you know, to strategically operate, not just for your clients, but for yourself as well. Um, and to align and to like clarify that for brands that like, in order for us to reach success, we together need to come together on one accord and have that clarity, not just for the PR team, but for the marketing team or whatever. But like, it is so important 
especially for those who whose jobs is to communicate <laughs> on behalf of your business is to get full clarification. And sometimes it's a process to get to that clarification. I don't think people um, or brands are, are aware of that, of that, that, that process of, I have to get clarification on your purpose. I have to get clarification on your mission. I have to get clarification on uh, your practices, your methods, your, your blueprint and model. Like I, I need to know that. And then your blueprint for the next three months in order for me to build out a, like, a successful PR model or a successful business plan. So that's something that I've learned from you <laughs> that I can say that I learned from you is, is that because I'm a hit the ground. I used to be a hit the ground running. You need PR. Okay, let's go. Let's go. And we're going to get you all the PR that we can get you just because, you know, I want to appease the idea of brands that think like, all right, well, no, I need PR. I need it now. And it's like, okay, you need PR. You need it now, but I'm sure you hired us to get you good PR to, to play, to get you good placement, to get you valuable placement, you know? So no, that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. And if you said that I, I kind of related to that. Well, I did relate to that. I mm-hmm. used to be like that where, Oh yeah, I got it. Oh, I see this opportunity. And what it did was it burnt me out because mm-hmm. we started, I'm be honest. I don't know about you, but I started running out of idea for whatever reason. I just started hitting blocks. And I'm like, well, I did this. I did that. I did this. And we started to see I, in, in previous clients, we were starting to see different problems. Like, well, I didn't get clarity for me. Like, right. I didn't get clarity. I didn't find out certain things that I should have found out, but I got displacement. And I think you save so much headache. If you just say, hey, y'all, you know, oh, you don't have this. Okay, well, let's figure out how we can get this. You know, so we can all be, like you said, on one accord. But yeah, it's, it's an easy thing to do. You just want to, you want to get them featured. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. I, I think something um, on top, like to kind of go along with what you guys are saying, but something that PR can offer businesses at the beginning, um, if they've got all their ducks in a row when they come to us is, they will see different sides of their business. So yes, their business may do this one thing, sell this one thing, but their culture can provide another angle for us to pitch. Um, the, the business owner themselves, they could be doing something outside of the business um, that could be another pitching angle. So I think it provides just a, a wide variety of things that they may not have even thought about before that their brand could be represented in. And I think that not only goes well for the PR side, but like you were saying, for marketing their business or talking to new clients during sales, you know, this is what we pride ourselves in. Um, Here's a couple examples, you know, they can pull up the, the different mentions and features they got with the PR um, efforts from that. And so I think um, not only does it provide, you know, help them, gain clarity, but it can also help them in the end saying, look, we got in this publication because they believe in us or, Mm -hmm. you know, this group of people believes in what we do. And we aren't all about, you know, just trying to sell our product or our service. We also care about this in our culture. And I think nowadays a lot of people, um, they don't really buy 
the, the product or service because of the product or service. They buy it because the brand behind it. And so I think it's important um, with this PR that, you know, they're pulling out different things that could attract people. You know, what makes you different? Because Joe and Susan could be selling the same product or service, but people want to go with Susan because she's more personable because she, you know, is hanging out with these people or, you know, it's because that's who my friends wanted, wanted to go with, you know, it's, um, you know, it's a lot more than just my product is the best product. It has to be the brand itself. And I think that's a lot of something, a lot of businesses don't focus on. And so I think that's why PR is important in that aspect. Yeah. I think some business and where we have seen, Oh, I love this business of PR. I love it so much where we've seen business owners who's like, yeah, I don't even want to come from behind my brand, which is like, it's, it's, and I don't want to say it's not possible because of course we have brands that we don't know who's the face behind it, but for, for especially small business owners, entrepreneurs, business coaches, people who build these, these brands that on one end is very much so professional. It is so important, especially now. I don't know if it was because of COVID or what. Um, it meant so much more to me to, to look at people be more transparent about who they really were and not just who they wanted social media to see them. Because I don't know if it's because I spend a lot of time on social media now or I spend a lot of time watching brands, but I like things became a lot more see-through during this time. You know, it's like, I can see you're just posting this just to post it. I don't believe this, <laughs> you know, and I, think, you know, you mentioned because of COVID and I think you're hundred percent right because I think we, we had a lot more screen time in the past yeah. year and a half than we usually did. And so there was a lot more online shopping as well. Yes, people did online shopping before, but whenever you were confined to your house, that's the only way you yeah. can do it. So you were forced yeah. into that lifestyle. And I think that's what made, because like I said, you know, you could be going to this website or you could see this person's Instagram. They're selling the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why, which one will I go with? But I think, um, that's what made people turn to, I want to see, I want to see the person that owns a company. I want to see your team. I want to see what you guys, um, are doing during this time, uh, to make things better for your team or better for us as a community. So, yeah, I think a lot of it did have to do with COVID. Yeah. And that's our job to tell these background stories. And I don't think brands think about that too much, but that's what we do. We tell the, even the intimate stories about the inner workings of your company that's a story and we need it (laughs) that's something to be communicated um how you're changing and shifting the culture within your company you know that's that's thought leadership for other business owners who need to know that information Mm -hmm. you know and i don't think that i don't know we're gonna get to the other side of it Cause I don't want to keep saying brands don't think that way. Um, it's just for us to give them a new angle. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're here. That's what we have this platform for. Give them something else to think about so <laughs> that we're not 
you know, feeling like we're in the ER trying to push their hearts out to yeah, put the information out their chest. It's just like, just give it to us. Tell us all the information. <laughs> well, I think when you start a new business, nobody, there's, nobody tells you what all you need, right. you know, and plus you're trying to figure out your financials. You're trying to figure out your time management. You're trying, you know, you're trying to figure out all this stuff at once. And it's kind of like, that's why they don't think about this other stuff because it's like, Oh, I'll get to that when I can, I'll get, you know, they don't realize that once they find that information, the rest of it will come. So, um, yeah, I think that's some, a mindset shift that a lot of new entrepreneurs, um, need to take into consideration that, Mm -hmm who you are as a company, who you are as a person, who you are as a brand should be one of the very first things you put down on paper, not just in your head, down on paper before you become an official business, Mm -hmm. because that is how you will lead the rest, the rest of the stuff um, that comes down the line. So I think that's a mindset shift that we need to, encourage and get excited about um okay so um now now the business has decided i want to hire a publicist if they were to come to one of you what would they need i know we talked about you know having a clear concise idea in their head but if they come to you and don't have that stuff, why is it um, more difficult on your end, but also on their end? You know, let's talk about that a little bit. Sarah. <laughs> um, this is going to sound so, I don't know. You, you give me feedback, Tahira, but this year I have been such a stickler on updated images um, and the branding, the photos. I, it has just, I have seen that it has, I'll get placement. And then, you know, because for those that are listening, these publications ask for like three to six images mm-hmm. and they ask for like action shots, like of you doing your job. And you'll be surprised a lot of businesses don't have action shots or they don't have updated headshots. They don't even look like the person that is online. Um, so I look at that. I don't know. It could be just me, y'all. I don't know. But for me, it's a problem. I've had to literally pause the campaign and say, hey, not pause it necessarily, but like, hey, we've, you've got to invest into um, some better photos. I see some amazing opportunities that are coming up. And I literally have one headshot and you do, you do not like this person anymore. Your team has changed. You've grown. Um, but yeah, that aesthetic look is so important um, for me. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, <laughs> I think it's important. I think it's really important because, like I said, if, if I'm saying that you are a, um, let's see, you're in community engagement and you're doing different things around the community, you're helping, you have a mission-based type of business, um, I want to see you do that work. Headshot, great. But when they're telling your story, they want to see the, the audience, the reader, even the editors, they want to see that. And so I said, hey, I, I make sure. And I found out, like, hey, we don't have those images. But I said, okay, so at the beginning of our campaign, we need to set up a whole branding content day. 
I'm going to write this shot list out and I'm going to send this to photographer <laughs> because I need these images <laughs> because I just know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's one of those things I look for. Tahir, what do you think? Am I, am I being too much? No, that is good. You don't know how many people don't even have images at all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, if I told you what we saw, I feel like I'll be giving up information. <laughs> Just a side note, a pause on the feel free to edit. Somebody had a selfie. Like it was, it was, mm. and this was for like major publications. Like, uh, yeah. And it was very cut off guard and it's, it's that readiness and, the thing that be making me mad, I'm sorry, this is also a, a side <laughs> bar. Take this out. <laughs> um, not being prepared, like not having a bio. Yeah. Not ha- not having a well-constructed bio. Yeah. Not having your images like your your headshots. Not having a website properly set up or still have lipsum ipsum um words on it but still expect major publication placement want all types of podcasts speaking engagements no speaker kit no nothing but the expectations and by all means please edit this because this is so mean But just those expectations of we're not God. We don't create them. We and and to understand PR is to understand the relationship also between PR and journalists as well. So like I need to have all my ducks in a row means you gotta have all your ducks in a row. If you don't have your bio, you got your website all mixed up, you got pictures from five years ago. And it's a selfie. What publication I'm about to get you into? Where do you want me to pitch you to? And understand that this information that I'm communicating is going to live virally for a long time. That is going to be a reflection of your company. And by all means, yes, all press is good press. But do you really want that? your picture from Instagram attached to your business name five years from now on Essence Magazine. (laughs) And I was going to say, you know, we did the event and one of the publishers was like, he offered a certain level of excellence to his readers, his audience, Mm -hmm. photos and just quality of stories and quality of information. And whereas I think you have a bomb story aesthetically if he looks at your website or it's not working like you said or not functional then your social media he automatically is turned off and it's like yeah that's not the level of excellence i want to offer so you set this these client or brand set this high expectation for us right mm-hmm. and then we look at it and we're like and this that's it's kind of it's not mean it's the reality i think we yeah. publicists have to unfortunately be that uh, clients will call me. They say I'm the um, principal and they're the student. They get, they feel like they get called into the, I said, look, this ain't up to par. I'm telling you like, this is your <laughs> right now. You are not ready to, like you said, readiness to be in for And I know that's like, a, 
It's like, uh, it's like my heart. Yeah. Like you said, I'm not. You said I can't be. I thought you said you're a public. You can do. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, like high quality images, like professional, not your phone. I get it. We're on the twelve now, but you know, that's not what we want to do. iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took these in the backyard. You know, I see. I Beautiful saw. Photo. I see the lighting. <laughs> had a good selfie that day. I get it. It was. Great. It was but great. Yeah. Put the professional film on. Solid. Need a different one. I get mean, out. I. I know you said sidebar this to here, but no, I'm not going to because I. It's not like you said, Sarah. It's not mean. It's the reality, and especially whenever you just start out you need to think about I'm brand new and all of these like huge publications, people have been fighting for them since they started businesses 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Who am I to be like, Oh, I'm going to step first in line. Mm -hmm. Well, unless you have something that is just like mind blowing going on, you're not going to get in it right away. And that's not to say that there's not an opportunity you know, a year down the road, months down the road, depending on, you know, what you're working on. But if that's the level of excellence you want to be at, you mm-hmm. need to represent that excellence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, like you said, you might have a cute selfie. That's great. But spend the money, spend the $200, $250, however much it is for an hour session with a photographer. Go stand outside, go sit at your desk, go do what you do every day and have someone take that photo. And yeah, you might have spent $200. First of all, it's a write-off. It's a write-off. Second of all, you, you know, you're spending that money, but if you do end up in those big publications or even ones that are a little smaller than that, you'll make that money back by the amount of exposure you get. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I know whenever you're first starting out, it's, you're pinching pennies and it's like, Oh, I can't afford this. I'm doing all the work myself because I can't afford, you know, to hire help. But it's like, sometimes you have to be willing to take the money mm-hmm. and, and use it because once you get all those headshots, you can use them for your PR. You can put them um, in your media kit. You know, you can use them for, you know, two years to come. It's not just a 30 second or a 30 minute investment. Like you can use those, over and over and over again in many different ways. And I think that's what people forget is that, you know, oh, I'm going and getting, you know, these photos and I'm spending 200 to $300. But at the end of the day, you get to use it in your marketing. You can use it for sales. You can use it for PR. You can use it, hell, for your personal uh, Instagram account. You know, like there's just so (laughs) many places that you can use those photos. And the more that the more uh, professional photos of you and your company that people see, they will start to believe you more. I know when a friend starts a business or somebody you know starts a business, you're like, oh, that's cute, you know, good for you. But if they start showing up professionally, more and more professionally, you're like, oh, they're actually doing it. They're doing it, you know, and it's not, you're not putting out there how much you're making or whatever. You're just showing up in a more professional manner and it's just so much better. But uh, back to your website comment, I cannot, (laughs) as a marketing person, I have to put it out there. Social media is not a website. This is 2021. Get a website. (laughs) 
it can be a landing page. It doesn't have to be a full-blown website, but have somewhere where people can go to learn about you and what you do. It is not difficult. Go to go download Wix, WordPress, or go and hire somebody to do it. You know, ask Uncle Johnny to help you with it. It's just go do it, please. It's <laughs> we are no longer in 1990s. Let's let's get some websites going, please. I have to put that PSA out there, yes. and I will step down from my soapbox. Um, <laughs> Actually, finish it all the way through. If you're not going to finish it, take the yes. some Ipsum out. <laughs> don't, don't make me I've laugh. Seen, I've seen so many websites. I'm like, did you know that this is still there? <laughs> the sample text is in the custom oh. area. <laughs> yeah, it's cringeworthy. It's like, uh, yeah. it's terrible. And it's, and it's not in... And if I don't correct it as your publicist, because like I said in the beginning, I'm supposed to be your best friend. And mm-hmm. I check my best friend all the time. Look, listen, time. you need to check me when I'm wrong. You need to tell me when I'm right. You need to whatever, left, right, whatever. And as your publicist, if I can't tell you that, look, listen, fix that website, fix it. Th- There's no need for me to be pitching you to Essence, to, to Forbes, to... Uh, the business inside to anybody to Joe Schmo. I should not be pitching you to them because they value their content and their audience members and their audience members want to invest in who they are believe in because it's PR and journalism is all about who we all believe in. If I stand behind you and be like, yeah, that's my, that's my man. And I'm sticking by him. <laughs> and I tell somebody else to be like, look, listen, you stick by him too their audience members are going to stick by you. And when they come to your website, when they go to learn about you and there's nothing to find, or I'm going to a ill maintenance website, or I don't even, there's no clarity in who you are, your mission, you all over the place. You know, it's just like, it's, it's a bad representation on the publicist. And it's just a, the, the publication, the publicist and the company. And it's like, why be a part of that trickle effect? Give, 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 your, give your, your business a fighting chance. You know, mm-hmm. be fair. You know, if you're a restaurant and you put all this money into inspections and um, material and, you know, cha- all that stuff, get, do it the right way. Get the website, get the updated graphic. Like, give yourself a fighting chance, you know, and lacking those the website and the bio, you're just, you're not, you're not being fair throughout the whole process. You're not, you know, and I think that's important. I think again, y'all people think that we're the fairy PR godmothers and we can literally make it happen. Um, I've been sitting in this conversation. I think I've been bursting to like say this, but I think what people forget is that they think that we just have the magic wand to get the yeses and the press placement. But there's like, we have to send it in that it has to be, you know what I'm saying? Like it has to be a yeah. level to this y'all. It's not just because, Oh, I got a relationship here at BET or something like that. Like they all, I have They're the gatekeepers. I'm just a whisperer to the gatekeeper. Yeah. That's it. I'm- I'm just a vessel. Like I'm just a machine. <laughs> like I'm a machine. You know, they all, they tell me my friend in radio, she's like, Sarah, it has to make sense. Like she has a boss. 
you know, she may think I'm dope and my client's dope. She's like, girl, it's just not a fit. And I think that's what people forget. And, they, you know, and I, I don't know. I could talk about that all day. <laughs> that's what it needs to be. And that's what they need to. And that's, and, and I know we're closing up, but that's, that's another thing. It's not just about your readiness. It's not just about your clarity. It's the next thing is understanding. Once you have all that perfected, you have all that. It's understanding that some of these publications, you have to be a good fit. And being a good fit is not just because, oh, you talk about stuff that's green and I sell stuff that's green, so we a good fit. No, they could be talking about stuff that's green, but has a purpose this month, you know? So you're not going to get on the feature this month. You might not, you might not be featured until... January of next year, but it's a process. And that's something that that grace and I understand, yes, it's a process and the process doesn't take years, but it's a process for some of those expectations and for that to be kind of tore down and for you to understand that you have to be a good fit and and subject matter and in timeliness, Mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. And uh, at the Social Proof Success Live event, I don't remember who it was, but one of the speakers said, if you are not willing to invest in yourself and your business, why should other people invest in your business? Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it was a really short quote, but I feel like the entire room was like, oh, you're right. So (laughs) just, (laughs) just, just think about that a little bit. Okay, so we've given some truth bombs and some hard love. So I want to go forward with um, a little bit of happier topic. So why is it important to, when things are going so well for your business, why is it important to have a publicist during that time as well as when things aren't going so well? Um. Well, I mean, and the simple answer is because you want people to know about that. Everything that is positive, that has gone well, you secured and you've been able to maintain a certain level of clients, things that people just don't even think about. You have like a thousand new, you know, unique clients that are now repetitive that's something that you I mean that's small case but that's something now you're you're you can be considered a fast-growing company you know because you're able to grow that amount of clientele on a consistent basis too but regardless all those good things are important to tell your publicist because you want your audience to know that you want us to you want your audience members to celebrate you even when you think it's nothing there to be celebrated and that's what builds that reputation that's what builds that oh i need to know about this company look what they're doing you know they gave chick-fil-a sandwiches to all their their employees every friday i don't even know why they did that but it built customer i mean it built you know employee morale look at what they're doing and something as simple as that you know that's something that should be communicated um to their publicist if they do decide to get a publicist but yes you know, definitely communicate all your wins and your celebrated, you know, activities to your public by getting a publicist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would add, um, which is good, is that 
for example, if you've been doing so much good work, maybe you're just hosting events or giving back to community, whatever, and your publicist has been building relationships with, especially like, we'll talk about local press, right? Nobody, I feel like people just skip past your local stations, but it's so important. But anyway, this is saying, you know, we've been, we got some good relationships with some good news stations and local stations. And what if you just had this one bad comment or testimonial or something on True Pilot or something, you know, and we've been building this reputation for you for so long that you're good. You you know, you have good ethics and morals and you're always doing things, you know, for the community. You're going to need us who's been building that relationship with you relationship on behalf of you for so long to help you in that time of crisis. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's important to look. I know we're not trying to, you know, think about in it. We're, we're kind of on happy thoughts, but just to kind of think about, it's so important. Like, Hey, yeah, we're, you know, we're reporting all this good stuff. You're doing all these great things. And we've built these relationships, especially in your local community with the newspapers and news stations. If something happens, we have that relationship that we've been building over time and we can make that statement. We can help you, you know, build or come back or whatever the case is. So I think that's important um, that people should recognize as well. Um, Cause I, I think we see a lot of crisis situations in media with big people and you know, I figure out who's who's saving them people. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like when you go to buy a product or something, and you see all these amazing reviews, mm-hmm. and a ton of people love their product, and then you see like one terrible review, mm-hmm. and it's like, do you believe the terrible review? No, you believe the hundreds of other people who put out there how much they love it. So. Like you said, mm-hmm. Sarah, you got to build reputation management, which is kind of, you know, what a publicist does is they manage your reputation. And so you want to start with the good reputation, but you do have to build it. You're not going to become a local celebrity overnight. You're not going to become a huge sensation yeah. overnight. You know, you do have to trust the process and go along with it. And I think that's something that uh, people get a little impatient about Mm -hmm. is they're like okay we're starting this this month you know i should have some some leads next month from it well Mm -hmm. not necessarily um because like we mentioned earlier there are so many ways for people to get your same product and your same service Mm -hmm. but they want to you know the more they know about you the more they are willing to buy your product. So if they hear your name over and over and over and over and over again, they're next time they need it. Oh, I need to go with that person. So yeah, I think um, reputation management is probably the biggest thing. And just building that reputation is the biggest reason to get a publicist now when you're doing well um, mm-hmm. so that's when we have to come and save your company from a ditch yeah yes because and, management yeah. is a lot of work and i feel like people don't give crisis management that much credit but it's, it's a lot of work um segue or just a sidebar the baby I felt so bad for his publicist. I I used to feel bad for Kanye West publicist, but the baby, I definitely was like, I don't know who his publicist is. (laughs) But that was, that was a crisis management situation. I was like, 
Beth publicist don't have a grip on what's happening because he was just spiraling and it, I was like, yeah. yeah. It said it so it was just one it was like a statement. He said it so it was just I, I would have said what what? <laughs> what was that? Why did you we would have had it out. Yes. It wow. was and I get it. I get it because I love hip hop. I, I love music. I'm big on that. And I get, and this is like a sidebar, but still like just the idea of crisis management is like in those times, <sighs> I get that people just want to operate because it's even in business. So it's not just in the music industry because I think it was a business coach we had that had a similar situation that just went awry. And it was like, look, listen, I know you want to stay true to who you are sometimes <laughs> and speak your truth, but some things you got to understand, we just live in a sensitive world. Yeah. And sometimes your publicists just know a little things. We don't know a lot, but we know how your audience members are going to res- respond to your thoughts. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Like the outbursts on social media, I try to be like, hey, no. <laughs> Everything don't need a response. Just these are little PR tidbits from your two favorite publicists. Okay. Take them, jot them down. <laughs> yeah. Everything don't require a response. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Kill them with the results. Kill them with the results. What you're doing. Negative. (laughs) Please don't respond to the negative (laughs) comments. Yeah. Don't be arguing with them. My order didn't come in. Well, girl, you should have. Don't do that. (laughs) I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh. Your customer. No, take that down. You know, so. Don't do that. Um, Yeah. I think that um, when stuff like that does happen, if you've been working with the same publicist for a while, they, like you said, they'll know how your audience will respond, but also I feel like they'll be able to help you recover quicker because they know your brand. They know you, they know um, everything. And it could have, you know, it could have just been, a one-time thing. Oh, I slipped up. I messed. I mean, we all make mistakes. Right. So um, I think working with a publicist for a while um, mm-hmm. really benefits you um, whenever that does happen because they can for a while. Yeah, like we're so good of your your positive reputation. We know you as that. We believe in you as that. And when something goes awry, we can still speak to you know, the benefits of, you know, we've been speaking about all your good stuff. Now we can continue to push that conversation and pivot the conversation from a mistake or a slip up or some negative, whatever, to let's refocus on what we're trying to do to keep pushing forward, you know, and grow from whatever, you know, and, and, and really truly mean it. (laughs) You know, that's the next thing is meaning it. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna wrap up here, but I do want to do our small business fangirl segment before we head out. So since Sarah is new to our podcast, I'm gonna ask you, uh, what's a small business or businesses that you want to put out there in the universe? 
Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this. Does it have to be like products or can it be? No, it can be any small business. Okay. So my god sister, um, she is a uh, lash expert. And I've been going to her for so long. Um, she sells products and does, she's like just really good in the beauty industry. So Supreme Lashes, always got to support her. I am a repeat customer, small black owned business. Um, I don't feel like I miss it. Oh my gosh. Um, my pastor boutique is in Georgia. It's at the Mall of Georgia. Super loving her clothes because I'm a curvy girl, y'all. And so I have to have the right clothes to fit these curves. <laughs> so <laughs> boutique and um, Beaufort, that's a small business. Um, and I'm going to tell you another business. It's not a small business, y'all, but it has grown to be so big. But I have been falling in love with lately the lip bar makeup. Yeah. Like her lipsticks have just take I said okay let me get some more let me get some more and it's in my local target so yeah those are my my businesses good for you (laughs) you didn't have any and then you came out with three I know (laughs) (laughs) I probably went too far (laughs) well Shahira do you have one you want to add I know. I feel like I did this one already, but you know, with me revamping my plant babies all over again, um, if I didn't shout them out, I'm going to shout out Rooted in Black. They're a black owned company and they do like personalized plant pots and I love them. Um, They have like um, black leaders on them, you know, the vibes, like cute little sayings and my plant babies just love them. They're all around my house. <laughs> They're all around my house. So that's a black owned small business. I think I'm gonna stick it there because I don't want to run out. And I know that's probably stupid, but <laughs> that's all I have right now. <laughs> so, um, for me, it's actually a local business to me. I live in Augusta, Georgia. Um, there's actually a restaurant that had to close down due to COVID. That was one of my favorite restaurants in downtown Augusta, but they actually revamped their space and they came back last week. So I'm really excited about that, Mm -hmm. but they came back as, um, kind of like a bodega, like a small market that sells wine and beer. Um, You can go in and kind of sit sit at their little bar and get some drafts, or they have fresh produce that you can get and take home too. Um, It's called The Hive. Um, And it was just really exciting to walk in there last week and get to talk to the manager. And it was a lot more, um, you know, before it's a small space and before it was small, but it was really busy because they were a restaurant and, you know, <laughs> get, um, food out to everybody. But, um, when I went there last weekend, I actually got to talk to the manager and see what their goals were and their vision. And so I'm excited for them and their, their new venture. So if you're ever in Augusta, go visit the hive. Awesome. That's how it sounds like. Oh, that sounds great. Anywhere that sells beer and wine, I'm telling you, know, and yeah. fresh, fresh produce. I'm there. Yeah. Wait, this is like a farmer's market, but I can drink while I'm doing it. That's everything you want in life. <laughs> <laughs> everything you want. Well, um, I do want to do a little plug. Um, if 
you are excited about the world of PR and you don't think you have the budget right now to hire a publicist from the OMG, um, you, we offer do-it-yourself PR and that is through Social Proof Success. You can find us at socialproofsuccess.com. Um, during the month of August, we are offering you to try out the membership for free. So go ahead and join our Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. Um, it's Social Proof Success and you can get more information on it there. But if you're ready to take the plunge and work with Miss Tahira or Miss Sarah, um, go ahead and visit the omg.biz and get on our list. And let me tell you, our client list is growing. So make sure you hop on there. Um, and I also want to thank both of you for joining me. And this was a great talk. I hope that everybody gets so much out of this episode. I know I learned a little bit more and I work with you too. So, <laughs> so somebody that, you know, is looking for PR or curious why they need it. I think they'll get one or two nuggets and I hope we weren't too harsh, but sometimes you have to hear the truth so that you can move forward. Um, do you guys have any last minute um, little nuggets to drop before we sign off? Uh, no, I think I dropped all my my PR nuggets for the day. I'm going to zip. <laughs> oh, man. I would just say, um, you know, it's an investment. And I urge those that decide to hire a publicist or a PR firm to just really kind of go in it for the long term. Don't just go in there to get that quick press and of those quick opportunities, really have someone on your team that can really vouch for you and be that best friend that's saying, that can call you out and really, <laughs> really grow your brand. I think you can look at yourself a year from today if you signed up today and um, really see a major change in your business. So that's my plug. Yeah. All right, ladies. Well, it was wonderful talking to you. I am so happy we did this. And I want to say peace to everybody out there. <laughs> and good luck with your business endeavors. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>